Jack here. Welcome back. I am sitting at my desk with my cat doing zoomies around, so I'm sorry if you hear the occasional thump. Um, it's just him attacking something. Um, and I woke up a bit sick, so also sorry if my voice is a bit... How you going? Um, but yeah, I've, I think I'm sick because I've just had... I've had so much going on lately, and I've been doing a lot in terms of like activities and more social things and trying to start back into work um I mean I never stopped but I kind of checked out mentally a little bit um and I'm really trying to like tie up all the loose ends um it's also in the midst of wedding season which means like every weekend there's a late night a lot of driving and a lot of pressure to like edit quicker um so I just think with all of that Plus the change of weather lately. Um, it's just been a little bit cooler in the last week. I think my body just is like, please chill out for a second. Um, so, yeah. As well as that, I woke up feeling kind of like, I don't know, a bit down. Which is, sorry to put a downer on this um, so quickly. <laughs> but I'm just going to give you a little life update. Um, I've just been struggling a bit to feel like worthy and accepted for who I am and not for what I do um and that's been a bit tricky for me lately to kind of grasp um so I'm just trying to channel a lot of energy into my friendships and bonds and as much as I seem like a lone wolf from the outset I really crave connection um and I feel like I've starved myself of that for the longest time so now it feels like it's missing even more than it probably would have felt before so yeah, just that's what I'm trying to channel my energy into is, you know, the connections, a little more um, balance with that work and tying up the loose ends so I can feel like I'm finally on a fresh, clean slate. Um, and yeah, I'm doing also doing Whole Foods diet for April, which is pretty much how I eat anyway, um, minus like the little added treats. <laughs> so it's basically nothing with a label I guess no preservatives no added sugars that kind of stuff so lots of meat lots of veg fruits grains bread's fine as long as it's not like sugar added and um yeah it's been really good so far only only four days in but I'm thoroughly enjoying it we're doing it like with a with a bunch of the girls in the gym so it's nice to have like the kind of team aspect the accountability and like you feel like you're in it together Next update. Um, so I can't even remember what I've said. I've probably said all of these kinds of things in some form in the last few episodes. Um, I did skip a week as well just because wedding season and life got too much. Um, but I did step back a bit from my coaching with Eden um, for about a month just because it was too much. Um, I just could not keep up. I didn't have the mental capacity and there were just too many little things that I needed done that I felt like I couldn't actually work on progressing the business so I'm starting that all up again now that I feel more like myself so I'm excited about that um but yeah I just wanted to say like it's okay to have slumps and take breaks and like if you feel like you're stagnating 
especially when life is throwing you so many curveballs, like it's okay to feel like that sometimes. You don't have to be like constantly on the up and up. And in fact, you won't be. No one is. There's always these slumps. Um, But it was kind of a reminder for me that you never know what someone is going through. Um, I know that I'm certainly someone who on the outset appears fine. Um, And then there's like one or two people who I will just you know, blurt everything to and they know the truth of what I'm feeling. And so, yeah, it was just a really good reminder for me to have that attitude with other people. Um, even if they might seem fine, like always treat them how I would have want to be treated in the last few months, just with kindness and patience and understanding. But I do, I do really feel like I am thriving. Like I've had within all of this, I know there's a lot of like ups and downs and you know, it's a roller coaster, but I've had so many people reach out in the last couple of months and just be like, you look like you're thriving. And at first I was like, funny, (laughs) but now I actually feel like I am. I really, really do. So, um, I'm really happy about that. Thank you. If you are one of those people who's kind of helped me realize that, yeah, I have changed a lot and I am kind of thriving. So, um, But you can't get there without a breaking point. That's what I've really been reflecting on lately is you have to really hit these depths of negative emotions or whatever you're going through to see yourself as others would to spur this growth. Um, For me, it's been really hard to look at my flaws and recognize with brutal honesty what I need to work on to be a better person to everyone around me. Um, But I wouldn't be on the trajectory I am now and feeling so positive about my life and my future if it wasn't for those lows and for the blows that happen when you're down there. So when you start to feel this really low shitty feeling, just realize this is an opportunity for growth and you can become a better person out of it. So use that and it will just, you know, hopefully be the motivation you need to um, actively change. I was listening to another podcast, I can't remember what it was, um, but they were talking about in these moments of change, there will be a thing called the dangle <laughs> and it's it's talking about the temptation that will come when you're actively trying to change something or improve something and life will give you this, it'll dangle this thing in front of you to test you to see if you're going to go back to your old ways or if you're really going to change Um, And I've had definitely my fair share of dangles in the last few months. And I'm happy to say that they were not grasped (laughs) and I am moving forward. And yeah, I'm just really proud of of the trajectory I'm on now. So now that that life update is done, um, today I'm going to talk about a breakdown of kind of the apps and systems and things that I use. Um, It's going to be a bit of a like messy episode but I think I've listed almost everything that I use in the business in day-to-day in workflows in you know all of the things Um, so yeah let's just jump into it first I'm going to talk about my websites and social media so for my socials Um, We use Trello to plan. Um, So I have a VA for my wedding page who um, curates the feed with me because I'm very OCD about that part. Um, And then they will do the strategy. So they'll come up with um, 
you know, the caption prompts and things like that. And they're all in Trello. So I'll just pop into Trello and see the questions and things and reply to those so that it's coming from me still. Um, and then they're matched to an image on the um, grid plan. So the grid plan for this is done on Canva. So I can go into Canva and see um, what the plan is, change a few around if I don't love it, um, and then go into Trello and look at the caption prompt, see what matches um, and answer those. And then they will go and schedule it out. Um, so that's for the wedding side. For the commercial side, I do um, – I think it's the grid. Yeah, it's the grid on just app on my iPhone. And I'll just play around with that on my phone. It's like one of my favorite things to do within my business is curate the grid. Um, So that's what I use for that. And currently using Tailwind to schedule both of those. So the team will go into my Tailwind and schedule out for the weddings. And I will go in and schedule for my commercial Now, within the last few months, I have not done that at all. I've just been kind of like posting when I could, which is not ideal. It's not how you want it to be done, but life, again, got in the way. So that's that's the plan and versus what's actually happening. Um, Then any real editing, I will either do in Splice, the app on my phone, or just in-app in TikTok or on Instagram. Um, And then once they're posted, you can copy the link and go into your browser and just type like TikTok, no watermark downloader. And it will just download that video without the watermark, which is very important if you're repurposing through different platforms. So that's what I'll do for that. Um, SEO for my websites. I have outsourced this. Um, So Sheridan, my assistant, will manage all of that. I'm, I think there's Google Analytics and stuff like that and um, tools that she uses to ensure the SEO is targeting what we want and to check our rankings and things like that, but I don't know exactly what those tools are. Sorry. Um, blog is, I think it's, is it Blog It? I don't know. Again, she does this. So it's linked to um, Show It, which is my website platform for actually both weddings and commercial um, and they have a partnership with this blogging platform. So that's what we'll use for that. Um, And my assistant will do, I'll do like a summary of the wedding or whatever. And my assistant will go in and do like a actual blog write up, making sure it's SEO optimized based on my review little thing. So that's kind of the websites and socials Um, inquiries. My inquiry form is done through Dubsado, which is my CRM, um, and that's just embedded on the websites. So I create that within Dubsado and it links to certain things so I can track like where people found me, um, the dates, so that can like be in my calendar as a lead, so I know how many leads I had for a certain day, that kind of thing. Um, and then, as I said, the websites are through Show It. My template is through 7th Made, and I just did that myself. Um, and this automatically goes into my CRM system. So I go in like the, sorry, (laughs) that was really vague. When the inquiry is submitted, when someone's on my website, goes to the form and puts it in, this goes into my CRM. So then that goes in as a lead and I can see, um, based on what they've answered and based on what, 
um, website it was. If it's the wedding one, it'll automatically tag it as a wedding inquiry. If it's a commercial inquiry from the commercial website, it'll automatically tag it as that as well. So then I can go in and apply the correct workflow. So for the wedding, I have a pre-booking wedding workflow and that will immediately, um, like there's an email template for the response that includes my packages and all of that. And as soon as I apply the workflow, I'll go in to edit that email and I'll just add um, notes that are relevant to that inquiry. So it's not just like a stock standard reply to everyone. It'll be like, yes, I'm available on this date or no, I'm not or whatever I need to say. Um, if there's any personal touches that need to be responded, like if I've shot at the venue a million times before, I'll say something about that. Um, and then I can just send that. And after that, it'll automatically send them a um, link to book a call. Wow, I'm out of breath. <laughs> Give me a second. Ooh, I think this is the sickness. Okay. So once the schedule is out for them to book a call, I have my regular days of the week that I book calls. Um, so they can like book a time and I always chat with them in person before it's booked just to make sure like we're a match and everything's all good, answer any questions they may have and just explain how I work as well. Um, because if they don't like how I work, I don't want them, they won't want me, it's not going to go any further. So then the workflow will just continuously go down. Um, if it's a unique inquiry and it doesn't exactly fit into one of those um, automated workflow responses, then I'll just say, I'll reply, ask for any questions I need and then just directly link that consult um, scheduler so they can book a call and we can discuss anything we need for me to actually be able to quote it. Um, what was I going to say after that? Oh, okay. So I have pre-booking and post-booking workflows within Dubsado. So um, once it gets to the end of that workflow, after we've had the call, it will send out a package selection and the client will be able to just click what they want, which package, any extras, um, and that will automatically generate an invoice, which will include like the deposit and the remaining info. The date will correspond to their wedding date or whatever we've discussed. Um, so that's all automatically done. And then the post-booking workflow will start after everything is done. Um, so I'll tick off when the deposit's in, when the contract is signed, and then that post-booking workflow will start. Sorry, I burped. <laughs> um, so for weddings, um, I use Canva for all of the info documents, PDFs, all of that. Um, and I designed them myself on Canva through a template on um, creative market so they're all like on brand they're consistent but like different unique to each other if that makes sense like the design is consistent but varied and yeah I just did that myself they do need a bit of an update um, but I'm happy I'm happy with them um, once the consult consult call is done package selection email is sent out so the deposit and contract is signed. It's automatically moved into the calendar. Gosh, I love Dubsado so much. Um, so this means that um, once everything is completed that needs to be for it to be on the calendar, um, it's automatically there. So I don't have to actually go in and add it. Um, so you're never forgetting about anything. You're never double booking. It's great. It's great. Um 
And then once that is done, I manually add it to Trello as well. So I can easily see like a short list of those wedding dates, the names, the locations, what package they booked, if there's any add-ons. Um, and then Sheridan, my assistant, can see that as well if she needs any of that information quickly for any like communications or for whatever reason. Um, when the wedding is done, I use Pixaloo Smart Slides to send a slideshow of usually about 100 favorite images throughout the day um, just so the first thing they see when they sit down together is like this short list that they can watch it's like comes with a song and it's just like a nice way of seeing it's usually about five minutes four or five minutes um, seeing kind of a recap of their day before they sit down and look at like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of photos um and then after that, I will link through the full gallery, which for me is through Pixie Set. So I use that for all of my gallery delivery systems. Um, if they do any albums for weddings, I design those through Vision Artbook. Um, it is not a super simple process. It's not a cheap process. It's not a quick process, but they are amazing. They're really, really good quality. Um they're totally customizable so you can choose like you know whatever colors whatever design you want on the front you just need to like actually do it in photoshop and send them the photoshop file um but it's very 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 good i really love them um and then on the day as well before i leave i usually give them um printed little polaroids so i'll from my camera scroll through and select maybe like five images from my camera send them to my phone on the Sony Imaging Edge app and then print them through the Instax app to a wireless Polaroid Instax printer. So that's kind of the wedding stuff. Um, editing. I use Narrative Select for culling, Lightroom for editing, Premiere Pro for video, Photoshop for anything that needs more attention. That's all pretty standard. Finances. Fun stuff. Um, I use Zero. I've used Zero for three years now, I think. And I've said this before, but I recommend starting with Zero before you think you need to. That's exactly what I did, and I'm so glad I did it because it's such a minimal cost. It really doesn't cost that much, and it just gives you so much data and the assurance that like you're doing things the right way. Um, yeah, it's really, really helped me looking at um, patterns and like tax time. It's a lot easier. It's yeah, it's just great. Um, I have an add on with that called um, it's the short term snapshot feature, short term business snapshot, I think. Um, so I can see how much is coming in in the next one to three months because um, it's really it's complex sometimes with now that I do like a lot of weddings um, and that includes a lot of deposits and things, it's really scattered when I get paid. Um, so I could have like April is a big wedding season. So I have a lot of um, wedding final fees that are coming in, but then sometimes people will pay theirs. Like I had one client whose wedding is next year and they've just paid off their full wedding now. So even though that wedding is next year in whatever month, I'm not getting paid anything for that wedding then. So I need to account for that and remember that. So with this short-term snapshot, it'll obviously keep track of my um, invoices and what's reconciled and what's not. And I can see within the next month, when the next two months and within the next three months, what is coming in and what's going out based on regular patterns. So 
for example, my zero fee is a regular outgoing expense, my Lightroom, Adobe is a regular outgoing expense, anything like that, it will recognize, track and use that as your outgoing. Um, So you can see at the end of the day what you're actually taking home. Um, And that is how I gauge when I'm cutting bookings off. So if I look in and I'm like, okay, the next two months um, I'm getting enough to cover everything and I don't feel like I need to work anymore, um, I'll cut it off. If I'm like, I, yeah, that's good, but like I want to go on a holiday. So I'm going to take a little bit more on and then I'll have X amount left um, to save for that. So that's kind of how I judge when I'm booked out. Um, I use numbers, well, Excel, same thing, the Mac, (laughs) to track my monthly expenses so I can see how much I'm spending on personal things and business things and as an average, um, ensure I'm getting um, that much as a minimum each month so I know I'm covering like my wages, taxes, um, you know, fuel, stuff like that. Um, Yeah, and I just adjust that as I go because – life changes, things change. I've been adding a lot of expenses lately, you know, more appointments and things. Therapy's not cheap. (laughs) So it's constantly moving around, but it's just a refining process and I'm getting closer and closer to an actual accurate number. So yeah, that's great. Um, I have my main bank account where I have my company account, tax account, personal account, investing account. Um, And from, from my um, company account. We have automatic transfers for my own salary, superannuation, monthly tax. And then from my personal account, from that salary, I have regular transfers for investing, savings, and a few other things. Um, so that's all automated and done for me. I don't have to think about that. And then the savings goes into a different bank, um, a different account, so that it's like almost forgotten about. I don't even use it. It's got a higher interest rate. Um, so that's just like forget about money. Podcasting. I record on my Rode. Um, I'm looking at it to find a name, but I can't see it. It's just a soundboard thing. Um, And it just records straight onto a micro SD card, pop that in the computer, whack it into GarageBand, add um, my intro song, any intro if I need to record one, cut anything if needed. Usually I don't. And then export as an MP3 upload onto Podbean, which is my podcast, I don't know what you call it, server, provider, (laughs) I don't know, podcast thing. Um, And then within there, add like the title, any show show notes, all of that kind of thing. Um, For guest podcasting, I use Calendly for scheduling um, and that will also automatically go into my calendar. And speaking of calendars, I use Google Calendar for everything digital calendar things. Um, And that will sync everything from Dubsado. So once the lead becomes a job, um, it's in the calendar and then nothing can be booked over that. So say I had like Mondays are my consults, podcasting and two-hour shoot days. Say someone books a two-hour shoot on a Monday and I have regular consults throughout that day, it will block off that consult time and within like a, you know, whatever I want, 30-minute, one-hour window of that too so I have time before and after the shoot. Um, So it ensures nothing is getting booked over anything. Um, Sometimes something will just sneak through and I'll forget about something, but very rarely do I have to reschedule anything. Um, And 
that's also like a big widget on my phone just so I can really clearly and easily see what's next in the day, what I got to do. Um, Trello. So this is all the to-do lists um, broken down into priorities. So I will have, let me just go into it. Um, I'll have like the month and that will have things I need to do within that month on there. Um, and then I'll have like a priority list of like these things need to be done ASAP. Um, so instead of just like one really big overwhelming list of things to do, I have all of these broken down things. And then once they're on Trello, I, I really like writing as well. So I'll have like a pen and paper on my desk and I'll just say like today's three top priorities are this, this and this. And I'll try and get those three things done. Um, so within Trello, I've got the months to do. And then I next to that have any like things from previous months that did not get done. So they're kind of just like back burner when I can things. Um, then I have any photography clients that are like ongoing that need attention and need to do's um, in the next little bit. So I've got, for instance, one here. I go into it and there's like one, two, three, four, five, six like to do's that I can tick off. And then from the outset, I can see I've done three out of six of those. So I know I've still got three of those things to do before I can archive that project. Um, next, I have those wedding clients where I said I can see the names, dates and, you know, packages and all of that from the outset. Um, then I have a section for any ongoing commercial clients, any coaching clients, any BTS to do's. Um, and then there's an idea dump and kind of a financial goals section. So that's my section, my like workspace in Trello. And then I have one for Sheridan as well, my assistant. And that's just her general to-dos and anything that she will need there. Um, and then there's also one for my um, social VAs and Eden. So that with the coaching, anything that needs to be done um, that I need to do for that is kept there as well. So that includes like the social prompts and anything that I need to pr provide Eden for coaching um, and anything that I need to implement from like the last calls. So that's all in Trello, which I love. And that's also a big widget on my phone as well. So I can just pop in there and, and add it in. Um, I also use the note, just like the standard Mac note-taking app on my phone quite a lot for like random ideas and note-taking um, whenever I'm driving and I have an idea or I have something I need to write down, I'll just ask Siri to add it to notes and like speak it out. Um, I also use notes for podcast outlines. This is what I'm reading off right now. And any podcast questions for guests, I'll write them all on here and then just send them off to them. Um, so that way I can, when we have the, when we actually record, I can bring that note up again and kind of use that as a guideline, work through the questions. Um, sometimes we jump around just based on how the conversation flows. And then at the end, when we're writing that, um, either the, if I'm recording an intro after about what the episode's about, or if I'm writing the um, show notes, I can look at those questions again and explain what we touched on. Um, then a few other little random things, um, we transfer, I use for anything that doesn't need to be sent in an entire gallery or if it needs to be quick or if it's just simpler, or if I don't want to store it on my own cloud or website, um, that's what I'll use. 
Um, Rescue Time is a really cool tool to download and it will track everything you do on your phone and your desktop to see where your time is actually used. Um, And that was kind of a real eye-opener for me, mainly to see how much time I used on fucking emails. (laughs) Like, that was the main thing. I was like, holy shit. Um, Yeah, but it's just good to, like, review and see where your time is used. Um, Phone editing. If I'm editing anything quickly on a phone... I use a mixture of three different apps. That's Colortone, Tezza, and RNI Films. RNI Films I really love for the black and whites. Tezza I love for the like filmy kind of artistic vibes. And Colortone I'll use probably more for like landscapey things. Um, and lucky last I think is social links. So we're, like if you go into my Instagram and you click on my bio, I use the Unfold version of the link i know there's a lot out there there's like Linktree, there's milkshake there's a ton of other ones but i just really liked how the unfold one looked um so that's why i use that um and that is all i have recorded for this all i have planned for this recording um i am now probably going to go back to editing which is delightful um i feel like i'm finally catching up which is why I felt I had time to record so I'm really sorry I've been inconsistent I'm really going to try and be more um, consistent with the weekly uploads I'm so sorry 2023 has hit me across the face a few times Um, but I'm trying and that's what counts right the effort (laughs) so thank you so much for listening I'm gonna go edit up a storm 